Blog Talk Radio. Please don't try to tell me about revolution. I know all about the revolutions and how they start. The people that read the books, they go to the people that don't read the books. They put people and say, ho, ho, the time has come to have a change. Shit, shush. I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the revolutions. The people who read the books, or the people can't read the books, the poor people and say, we have to have a change. So the poor people make the change, huh? And then the people who read the books, they all sit around the big polished tables and they talk and talk and talk and eat and eat and eat. Huh? But what has happened to the poor people? They're dead! That's your revolution. So please, don't tell me about revolutions. something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not point fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Samuel Adams, First Chief Justice John Jay. Names synonymous with the spirit of our country founding fathers of the USA. Over 200 years ago, they shook off the chains of tyranny from Great Britain by divine call. Citing 27 biblical violations, they wrote the Declaration of Independence with liberty and justice for all. But something happened since Jefferson called the Bible the cornerstone for American liberty, then put it in our schools as a light. Or since give me liberty or give me death, Patrick Henry said, our country was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. We eliminated God from the equation of American life, thus eliminating the reason this nation first began. From beyond the grave, I hear the voices of our founding fathers plead. You need God in America again. Of the 55 men who formed the Constitution, 52 were active members of their church. Founding fathers like Noah Webster, who wrote the first dictionary, could literally quote the Bible chapter and verse. 
James Madison said, we've staked our future and our ability to follow the Ten Commandments with all our heart. These men believed you couldn't even call yourself an American if you subvert the Word of God. In his farewell address, Washington said, you can't have national morality apart from religious principle, and it's true. Because right now we have nearly 150,000 kids carrying guns to these war zones we call public schools. In the 40s and 50s, student problems were chewing gum and talking. In the 90s, rape and murder are the trend. The only way this nation can even hope to last this decade is put God in America again. The only hope for America is Jesus. The only hope for our country said the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. So when you eliminate the word of God from the classroom and politics, you eliminate the nation that word protects. America is now number one in teen pregnancy and violent crime, number one in illiteracy, drug use, and divorce. Every day a new holocaust of 5,000 unborn die, while pornography floods our streets like open sewers. America's dead and dying hand is on the threshold of the church, while the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah vexes us all. When it gets to the point where people would rather come out of the closet than clean it, it's the sign that judgment of God is going to fall. If there's ever been a time to rise up church, it's now. And as the blood-bought saints of the living God proclaim, that it's time to sound the alarm from the church house to the White House and say, we want God in America again. and proclaim that one nation under God is our demand and send this evil lifestyle back to Satan where it came from and let the word of God revive our dying land for Jesus Christ is coming back again in all his glory and every eye shall see him on that day that's why a new anointing of God's power is coming on us to boldly tell the world you must be saved because astrology won't save you. Your horoscope won't save you. The Bible says these things are all farce. If you're born again, you don't need to look to the stars for your answers. Because you can look to the very one who made those stars. History tells us time and time again. To live like there's no God makes you a fool. If you want to see kids live right, stop handing out condoms. And start handing out the word of God in school.
saved the Republic. Our fathers appealed to heaven. What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. Our fathers said they would treat all men equal. When they did not, heaven saw. Heaven saw. Our fathers fought each other and paid a great price. Father Abe kept the Union, but not the Republic. We forgot the Republic and placed our trust in man and suffer oppression. We appealed to heaven. What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. God saved the Republic.
It would have been a very good conversation. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see, like I said. But this is Joseph Gibson, Podcasting Live, Understanding the Times in which you live today. And uh, we've got a lot going on out there. If you missed the last podcast, you uh, really missed a good podcast where we had a, uh, uh, the instru- an instructor from the United States Air Force Academy been an instructor there for, what, 20 years, I think, she said, 20 over 20 years. Uh, she's involved in the Patriot community now. Uh, she just learned, she's learning, uh, but she's also very, very well educated. And those two combinations will make for someone that is very well informed and a very good fighter in the Patriot community that stands up for lawful change, not violent change, not uh, slander change, not me change, not uh, uh uh, all the other uh, uh, phony and negative characteristics that go into what broke this country in half to begin with, okay? So what we're trying to do here is we're trying to restore our republic. We have elections coming up. Uh, we have um, um, uh, people that are are trying to make a an honest change. We have the same core of patriot group, patriots and groups out there that are still doing the same thing as they were doing when Donald Trump was president, but I think a lot of them got slapped upside the head with, hey, this is not how you go about doing it, okay? If you're going to do it this way, you should have went in all for nothing then. You know, you don't do what you did because the government has the time, the resources, and the know-how, and the energy to sit back and wait for you, okay? All right, so if we have not learned anything from Waco, anything at all from Waco or Ruby Ridge, or uh, any of these other uh, shootings or, or murder, murder, murder uh, uh, campaigns by our own government, uh, then we're the government that's supposed to be representing us. I mean, not my government. My government is the Republic of the United States, uh, you know. So, uh, which is the, the lawful de jure form of government, the original Constitution. And last night on the Republic Radio, real quick, they brought up the. Uh, the uh, Northwest Ordinance, a very interesting document. If you don't know what the Northwest Ordinance is, you need to go and read it. It's part of your history. This is your country. You should be, you should be, uh, it should be required that you know your history. It should be required, you know. That should be one of the courses or classes that you must take in high school uh, or uh, junior uh, middle school there and before you get into high school because this is something that's very important that we have to have a foundation to stand upon, to build upon, and to, uh, I guess you could say, see the course of the proceedings happening right before our very eyes. All right, but anyway, with that being said, uh, talking points here uh, tonight, and the phone number is 657-383-0616. You press number one, and you will be brought on here live, unscreened, uncensored, to speak about whatever you want to talk about. And that's what this show is. It's an open platform for everybody and anybody who wants to call in and use it to help benefit um, uh, the the narrative that I promote, which is, of course, uh, restoring back our country because our country has turned into a cesspool of idiots. And just look at the border. Look at what's going on there. I mean, uh, it's just absolutely uh, outrageous, outrageous. But Biden is keeping his campaign promises. He's destroying America. He's keeping his campaign promise. <laughs> I mean, that's the fact, right? I mean, everything, you know, he's keeping the borders, borders open. Uh, he's, he's, he's continuing high, you know, these crimes. And really, who would, who would, who would uh, arrest a president or, or make mass arrests like that where there'll be severe repercussions? Because the machine is so far 
its tentacles are so far out extended and reaching that it's going to be very difficult to reverse this type of uh, uh, pattern that has happened where we where we're a, uh, a debt-based, slave-based people that serve that are serfs that that agree to these crony, uh, just disgusting uh, contracts that are in your state or what your uh, state has to manage uh, the the scams on this stuff. Because a lot of people out there will take advantage of scams if they get the uh, Georgia number. So, uh, but anyway, okay. So let's get and raise some talking points here. Again, six five seven three eight three zero six one six, and then um, the next clip, I'll try to reach out to my guest. Hopefully, he he will show up and tell us his story uh, and what has happened to his buddy there, uh, Cash. And uh, uh, I guess this gentleman ran for governor in the state of Illinois and uh, got a hundred nine thousand votes, and you know, so 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 obviously this individual. Uh, knows he's had his foot in the in the uh hot water i guess you could say and uh what happens when you what what happens to you when you know you you get attacked you get scrutinized you get set up you're labeled you're watched you know and mysterious things happen to you throughout the course of days and months people screw with your phone you know you and it's not paranoia it's true you could, all the documents are there for you to read on Google still. They haven't taken them down. They haven't censored them. So everything that you need to know about your, your uh, district of criminals is there. Uh, don't get tied up in false uh, websites that try to offer you quick solutions, and, pay, and then, but don't da- donate money for a T-shirt that you'll never get and stupid stuff like that. Don't fall for stuff like that. You know, come on, use common sense. And uh, locally is the best way to get involved. Uh, contact if you got a militia. Contact your local militia, um, or uh, you know, um, let me see. Uh, try to, uh, I guess you could say, unseat the unconstitutional unwillingness of the politicians that are in your area or your state, your county, or local municipality, and try to bring them over and re inhabit the original constitution and the original documents that the founders set out that would uh, protect us, the, the people. And serve us to people, and uh, and make us a flourishing country again, self self uh, reliant, and uh, a country that creates, builds, sells, and lives freely. That's what we want in America. That's what we want. That's what the American dream is. That's what our founders had intended for us. But they knew all too well that tyranny and evil shows its ugly, ugly face always throughout history, and it does it right at the most opportune time to divide us, the people, and then take credit for it. You know, I thought that was a little... <laughs> but, all right. So, anybody uh, see here? Let's get the my articles here, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Uh, let's see here. I, oh, I forgot to connect my grandma tonight. Oh, boy. I'm, maybe next commercial I'll connect her, too. Oh, I messed up there. <laughs> yeah, well, when I do an early show, I like, you know, my grandma. She's, uh, you know, one of the original first listeners to this podcast, and uh, she was there in the beginning, and, uh, you know, it's only respectful to uh, you know, get her on the uh, get her on the platform and listen. And then she don't press one anymore and talk, but, you know, hey, you know, I wish she would. I mean, she was, you know, listening to somebody who was born in 1931, is uh, 32, 31, 32, I think, uh, you know, it's always good to hear true history, you know, from her perspective of things. Um, 
But uh, let's see here. What do we got here for talking points here tonight? Let's see. What do we got? Uh, what's building up on the horizon here for the news that you don't hear about on Fox and CNN and all the other corporate uh, degenerate uh, uh, sloth stations? Oh, let's see. Oh, and then I got to probably make a phone call here tonight. We'll do live one on the air. I got the interaction here. I have to do. You guys will love that. Um, but uh, let's see. What do we got here? Oh, uh, uh, oh boy. Okay, well, don't know what to tell you on that one. Uh, let's see here. Hang on, I'm checking a hole in a fence here, guys. So, <laughs> um, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I sort of see problemos. <laughs> oh my lord, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that one right now, but, uh, <laughs> All right, well, just, uh, let's see here. Okay. What is Dr. Fauci's there uh, greatest sin, you think, everybody? What's his greatest sin? Huh? Or how about this one? Uh, uh, flashback. Man, man, ah. All right. Asked about uh, risks of um, a gain of, uh, excuse me, oh, excuse me. Asked about risk risks of gain of function research fauci dismissed concerns okay bizarre twix ad boy wearing a princess dress in his uh his nanny hurt another child on the playground that's weird uh, these stories are getting a little more bizarre here uh economic uh the economy here here we go the economy economics economics 101 here here we go the stock market casino. You know, Sweden is the most dangerous country in Europe. Top German paper. Uh, I don't know what you guys think about that one. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, Germany, their, their power has pretty much been dissected a lot since World War II, and every time they try to consolidate it and grow again, uh, which is the natural way of how a human being thinks liberty. Uh, to uh, grow again, then uh, we might have a problem there, you know. So we'll see. All right, well, all right, well, all right. Let's see. Uh, let's go with this one here. I got pan picked this one here. Let's see. Okay. Uh, here we go. Play this one right here about the vaccines. All right, and then we'll check the phone boards. I think I got a couple people want to get on here. We'll see. All right. Play this one here for you. And overwhelmed that it's this knowledge that takes back control of our lives, not having that knowledge doesn't take it away from us. Uh, you know, that information was there. We simply found it and now make it available for you. And I hear from the people every day, well, how do I explain to somebody who tells me that I need to take the vaccine, that I'm wrong for, for not being vaccinated, that I'm posing a threat to people, you know, uh, above and beyond all the things that we've done before, which is to show that the vaccines don't statistically reduce COVID or, or, or apart from the fact that, you know, we've shown that vaccines don't prevent you from getting infected or transmitting infections. Apart from the fact that, you know, after 22 months, if you haven't figured out that probably everybody's been exposed to the virus from person to person, and it's the vaccines that are ramping up the, uh, the problem by exposing billions of spike proteins into people, and now seeing what it really does when it gets injected into your body. What I'm calling for on, on the last slide is for A, 
the drug vaccines to stop immediately until the FDA and, and every other and Health and Human Services and anybody else involved can, one, explain the desaturation effect of these vaccines on the blood. Two, explain the clotting factors that's occurring on these blood. And it, those have to be corrected before you can even consider them. And number three, explain the garbage contaminant and the strict liability problems that are going on here. And as I said in that last slide, don't take my word for it. Anybody out there who's able to carry this research should be carrying it out. Mike Adams uh, and I spoke yesterday. Uh, he and I are going to work on carrying out uh, further uh, studies in his lab in Austin. Um, anybody involved with this around the world who's a serious scientist who wants the question, get a hold of these vaccines, get a hold of blood, do it properly. Let's start flooding the world with the information that people need to see because these vaccines, effective immediately, should no longer be injected into a human being until all this can be resolved. And, and anybody who, who, who continues to inject this is committing crimes against humanity and are experimenting on people. And this is Nuremberg. If we stay on target and don't back down, these people are, are going to have to be held accountable. You know, this is not a matter of allowing them to just leave office or to go without a retirement pay. These people committed crimes against humanity. They experimented on human beings. They did it much more massive scale than Mengele and the Nazis did in, in Germany because they just did it on the people that were in their concentration camps. These folks did it around the world, and they prevented the, the shutdown of traffic that could have isolated the virus. They, they knew that they were working on this. They put a, a level four lab, the Wuhan Institute of Virology lab, right smack dab in the middle of where people are. And then they were dumb enough to actually send me two emails this year to ask me if, because of my physics, uh, being a physicist, if I would be interested in considering a job at Fort Detrick for the investigation of viruses, of coronaviruses, funded by NIAID. I mean, their business just knows no limits. Because of the globalist reset, InfoWars listeners and viewers know a lot of our best-selling products have been sold out in some cases for up to a year. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid has been sold out for almost five months. Because, again, the high-quality turmeric and the concentration process is very, very expensive and time-consuming. And with the supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the problems, we've been able to get it. But we finally got a shipment in, and it's 40% off. It is the secret weapon when it comes to your immune system, when it comes to antioxidants, when it comes to your joints, when it comes to your whole body. People absolutely love Body's Ultimate Turmeric formula, incredible amounts of five-star reviews at InfoWarsTore.com, and it's back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for a limited time. we got to get out of our comfort zones, ladies and gentlemen. we got to admit we're under a modern form of attack. The fact that they incrementally attack us is designed that we never actually wake up and, and, and transcend what they're doing and, and just say no at every level. Oh, so big tech centers, members of Congress and governors. Well, that's the way it is. Oh, yeah, and the shots kill a bunch of people. Okay, and it makes you have blood clots and die. Yeah, big deal. Here's part of the 32-minute report that's featured at man.video. 
was so bombshell with Dr. Richard Fleming and his findings with these other research scientists. We're going to air the first five minutes of this, and then we're going to come back from break and talk to Fleming live. But if you go to band.video, here I'll just show you. You go to band.video, you can see it. There it is, InfoWars exclusive presentation, medical bombshell, Pfizer Vax attacks human blood, creating clots observable under microscope. And that thing just went live this morning, and we interviewed him last night and put it together. And it's just what all the other studies and everything else I just showed you uh, admit. So remember, they're just setting the precedent. An experimental injection is out there and that is used on us. And here's a part of that presentation. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Um, I wanted to... All right. Well, hello, everyone. Um, I wanted to go over some very important information on the SARS-CoV-2 drug vaccines by taking a microscopic examination of really what the Pfizer vaccine does when it comes into contact with red blood cells or a person's blood and the concerns that I've had with these. Uh, the investigation that you're going to see was a combined project between Dr. Kevin McCarran, PhD, neurobiologist in Japan, uh, originally from the UK, and myself. And we did this uh, in the uh, last several days, actually. Um, one of the all right, everybody. All right, we got that one. We played like that, so we skipped there, cut it off there. But uh, well, this viral um, island, by the uh, let's see here. Program manager attempts to dispo, uh, dispel uh, uh, conspiracy theories. It's about the Harp Tower. I was talking to somebody about this a little bit earlier, so I got to play this one here real quick. Hopefully, we can get this one up here without any. Uh, uh, there we go. We'll get that one. <laughs>
you know, a totally different issue. And a caller called in and said, you were the director of HARP for the Air Force, and he wouldn't talk about it. So, so I appreciate you guys coming on. What is HARP? Well, I've, uh, I've, I always have to smile here because uh, we certainly do like to talk about what HARP is because there's certainly a lot of what it isn't. <laughs> it's been uh, a favorite program uh, in the growth of the Internet. We started about the time the Internet did, and somehow it got picked up and became a uh, kind of a favorite blog for a lot of people. Unfortunately, uh, uh, what HARP is and, and versus what it isn't are so different that it, it's hard to even uh, get into that. So in terms of what it is, it's a research facility to conduct research in ionosphere and radio science. That's like the type that started way back in the days of Marconi in the early 1900s, whenever they discovered that radio waves uh, somehow got across the ocean, which was a great surprise. And uh, that led to a whole growth of uh, science in understanding uh, the atmosphere, radio waves, and the physics and the chemistry of all those things. That even led to sonar. And, uh, well, that's right. That's uh, the that's acoustic-type wave. It goes underwater. But, but any event, in terms of the radio science and atmospheric work, uh, that caught on for tens of years. And over time, it's led to, obviously, the development of many systems that we're very familiar with and quite happy with, including our modern communication systems and satellite calm and long-distance calm and even uh, the global positioning radio system, which uh, grew out of this type of research. So what HARP is, is really kind of modern-day version and capabilities to extend and do the, those kind of studies, we hope, well into the, the next century. So it's, it's, it's radio science. It's atmosphere physics and chemistry, and even space science, because radio waves indeed go out into space. Yeah, what is this part about uh, space vehicles, Directorate? Well, those are some of the arcane uh, names to get put on organizations. But in terms of uh, the Air Force Research Laboratory, there are a number of directorates that, that, that focus in certain uh, technology areas, like uh, aerospace, uh, uh, sensors and space vehicles does connote in, in many senses. The Why? Because heart might be used to detect satellites or ICBMs? Or no, 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 no. Let me just say what, it, what, it, what the organization is, and you'll see how we're in there. Um, the uh, space vehicle has to do with a lot of the work in that in the directorate is involved with with planning uh, new satellite systems or. Demonstrations. Remember, it's a research lab. Most of the things. Yeah, so there's lots of different uh, uh, experiments and programs that are going on, and so the overall related to space. And in, in terms of the directorate that, that my group is involved with, that we are part of that directorate uh, in terms of uh, uh, the name. Well, sir, maybe the stories get started because there are so many different agencies and directorates and programs inside there that are compartmentalized. Uh, I mean, I have no doubt. That, uh, I mean, I hear all sorts of wild stuff. That's why we've got you on. And so basically, but there are parts of it that are classified, obviously. Uh, well, let's, let me put this way. The heart is very, very well known and known in the scientific community because a lot, most of the work we do is, is uh, very basic research, I must say. And uh, uh, the 
the description of the facility and, and looking at it and seeing it, there's nothing classified about it. It's a, uh, in many ways, it's impressive because of, of its beautiful location, and, and it is a uh, does consist of. That's a, a good question. Thing. What is it? What's on there? I mean, all these antennas. What do they do? Okay, those, those antennas are kind of, if you like, a uh, kind of a special version of Radio Moscow or or uh, the Voice of America, or the BBC. They're high frequency trans. It's a high frequency transmitting system, short wave transmitting system, basically. However, it's a transmitting system to do research, and the energy from those transmitters and the antennas are directed upward. We're interested in studying how radio waves interact up in the ionosphere. We're talking about up uh, over 50, 60, up to hundreds of miles and even thousands of miles into space. That's what the basic studies are involved with, whereas uh, Voice of America, uh, uh, more conventional HF system for communications or broadcasting music, the energy is directed lower and lower to the ground because you wanted to go far distance across the ocean and so Sure, forth. but let's say Voice of America is a million watts. How many watts are you guys putting out? The, uh, that's a good, good example. The Voice of America is the radiated power of one million watts. The uh, completed heart facility, which is uh, finished uh, last year about this time, is uh, a little more than three and a half million watts. Three and a half million watts. Uh, what about people that say that it's for weather control or weather modification? Well, it is. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it's totally off base. Uh, it has no interactions that affects anything uh, with, with weather systems. Remember, the weather systems are relatively close to jet stream and things like that are not all that high up there. We're talking about the heart energy going up and interacting out in the areas hundreds of miles into space. This is even going into the Van Allen radiation belt, isn't it? Uh, well, the radio waves is the high enough frequencies that can get through the ionosphere go out into deep space. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, the Russians do advertise that they have these radio arrays that they claim clear the skies. That's like BBC News. So the communist Chinese claim that they have smaller arrays that can manipulate the weather. I mean, can't you see that that's why people then think that what you're doing is similar to that? Well, I don't know if I can see or even understand that. It's just that it has nothing to do with, hope has nothing to do with uh, such things. And, in fact, the, uh, the physical basis for, for talking about that or interactions of radio waves to do things like that is unknown to me, I must say. And as you say, uh, I don't know technical or physical base for people thinking that one could do that, uh, even where that comes from. Maybe this is more of the Russians making stuff up, then? <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't speak for the Russians. I'll, I'll talk to you about it, but I have no idea what you're what saying or who's saying it. That's the other okay, thing. fantastic, Doctor. You've got, a uh, blog on the Russians. I have no idea. You've got quite a bio. I apologize for not properly introducing you. Stay right there, so we're going to be right back after this quick break and see if some of your colleagues are going to be able to join us. We'll be right back after this quick break.
Nations to Clear Skies for Parade. I had remembered that headline from a few years ago in Associated Press, a uh, headline, Nuclear Missiles Parade Across Red Square. And then it says, um, and then it goes into how they manipulated the weather to, uh, with these different radio waves to clear the skies for the parade. Uh, here is uh, another one about Russia remembers World War II with lavish victory parade. And it says that they used these antenna arrays to clear the sky. So I think it's tied in to heart because uh, it looks similar. And I was talking to the director, uh, Dr. Paul Cossey, heart program manager for the Air Force Research Laboratory Space Vehicles Directorate, during the break. And uh, he was uh, saying that, that he had heard about some of those systems for knocking out fogs. So, so you are saying you, you have, Dr. read about radio-type systems that do manipulate some of the weather. Because I'm not familiar with that. I know there have been attempts, for example, to disperse fog. Now, often that involves with a lot of, I assume, fans and things like that. Now, uh, the use of radio waves to do it is unbeknownst to me, but I'm not, I'm, I don't have any competence in that area, and I'm not familiar with it, and I'm not aware well, of it. Well, 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 what findings is one of the top experts on heart in the world? I mean, what are some of the neat things that are declassified that you can talk about that you've been able to do with HARP, or what data have you learned? I mean, I, well, we just want to know. Well, as I mentioned to you earlier, HARP is a, a radio science, radio science program to do the kind of research. It's not new in a certain way. It's been going on since the days of Mark Curry to understand how radio waves interact with the ionosphere in space, what, what those mediums do to it under various conditions, natural conditions, when there's solar disturbances. Because we know, for example, uh, when there are solar disturbances, certain radio waves can get affected, even blacked out, and you have to go to other systems at different radio frequencies. And all this knowledge has gleaned over the years through radio science and atmospheric science and research. And HARP is basically just a modern version to continue that research, hopefully, with, with uh, more sensitive instruments, better, better uh, diagnostic instruments, and uh, more flexibility to understand how rays interact in the atmosphere and space and whether we can exploit those to improve communications, navigation, whatever, radar systems. So it's nothing particularly new in terms of the ideas and concepts. It's bringing more modern tools with better capabilities with, with the new uh, computer control systems, uh, ways to... Uh, but you're not uh, denying that in separate government programs there's been weather modification and, and, and weather manipulation programs. I mean, those have been declassified. Well, again, I, I've not... I'm not involved with such programs, and I'm not familiar with them, and I can't speak to them, frankly. How did you get into this? I mean, how did you decide to get a doctorate in, in all of this? Uh... <laughs> well, you know what mine is, because uh, my my graduate work was in an area totally outside of this, but then I was uh, uh, brought, brought into the Air Force as an officer in 1967 and assigned to the Air Force Research Lab up near Boston. And I learned basically a new area outside of my PhD work, but that was great. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I was assigned to a group in radio science and atmospheric science. And, and I liked it so much that when my tour was up in four years, I, I signed on as a civilian employee of the laboratory. And I've been there over Well, you years. talked about a lot of other programs going on, a lot of other directorates and groups. I mean, are you privy to all the programs going on with HARP, or are you privy over one, one directorate? 
What do you mean the HARP? I'm, the HARP is assigned, uh, it is under the uh, director that I'm in, and uh, it has no uh, tentacles or no other wings in other places I'm not familiar with. It's, it's a pretty uh, self-contained program. That, uh, okay, so you just said that there, okay, so it's one program there, but I know there's a lot of other agencies and things that are there looking at the data, and I guess, uh, you know, I guess they get space on the system to, to run their own tests. Or, I mean, how many different agencies are involved looking at the data, doing experiments? Well, we have uh, a joint program, actually. It was set up as a joint program some years ago uh, with the Air Force and the Navy. Uh, and then with, with the participation of, uh, for example, the DARPA, uh, the Events Advanced Research Projects Agency has been involved. In fact, all three agencies were, were the funders uh, over at least four or five years that, uh, that basically brought the facility to the capability it has. And so in terms of uh, what HARP can study, radio wave interactions in the ionosphere and space, and how they might communication, uh, radar. Okay, stay there, sir. Final segment with our guest. He's the director of the HARP program, Dr. Paul Cossey. We really appreciate him joining us. Stay with us. What's the best question you were ever asked? What's that? 
What's the best question uh, you, you've ever been asked by the media? Well, the, unfortunately, the questions are, are more tied to, to what it isn't, and so, uh, so you get a lot of humorous questions to ask, which are hard to answer because you're hard, it's hard to say what you aren't, you know. It, you just kind of like, are you hiding it. space aliens in the basement? Yeah, or, or, or say, well, you know, uh, one of the best questions I got was from a phone call that went on for 15 minutes. It was from a lady in Alaska way in the early days of HARP and that, that was concerned. And, and she went on for 15, 20 minutes, and I patiently answered every question. And then, and I thought I had brought around understanding that we weren't uh, harmful. And in fact, you know, we work there. Uh, we can't, uh, we, we're interested in our health too and things like that. We went, you know, we're not fools. And I thought I convinced her of that. And at the end of this 15 minutes, she says, that's what I thought you said. And I don't still believe a word you said. But, you know, you get dumbfounded in something like that. You know, you. <laughs> Uh, I asked, like, answered 50 questions from a very one at a time and very carefully, and then the answer is, well, I thought you'd say that, and I don't believe you. So that's the kind of thing that's frustrating. I understand I get accused of things that aren't true. Look, I have no doubt that, that, that most of the program is what you say it is, uh, and I'm sure that it does get confused with other programs, other things that are going on, because I've had the father of weather weapons on, and you know, there's all these declassified documents on that, creating hurricanes, steering them, killing them in the 60s. Well, I guess I, again, I see that, and we've certainly been accused of that, which is fascinating. Of course, we're not, you know, it's, it's totally off the wall, but where those ideas come from even, where's the physical basis for them? Because, uh, you know, I'm not aware of any physical basis. Well, the weather control is with cloud seeding, the, the, the documented standard well, that's research. Different thing. You know, you're talking about maybe putting chemicals up in the clouds. Uh -huh. Up 
remember, the things that control your weather are much closer to Earth. No, I understand. In fact, you know, airplanes that fly in the jet stream produce more power than what heart can. Well, we know that the, that, that the different um, space uh, waves, the different uh, types of particles that come into the atmosphere, they're now saying that's a large part of our weather. In the no, formation of clouds and what we're talking about there. Well, I mean, that's mainline scientific. Uh, you know, the sun and and, and uh, different particles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, solar, solar certainly affects, but uh, but in terms of the interactions of radio waves such as HARP, uh, uh, they're they're Remember, lightning goes off tens of times a second all over the world and produces radio waves and strength. An energy that that does dwarf anything. That, uh, oh, I understand. The sun is a huge man makes, including huge, huge broadcaster of radio waves. Yeah, I mean it's just puny or puny. In fact, uh, uh, our interactions are so weak. Uh, we need to be where we are because it's what we call relatively quiet from uh, electrical noise. Uh, and the interactions, the things we're studying that we can do with her are so weak out in space. So we need very sensitive instruments just to detect them and, and just to try to understand it. But they do produce a method by which we can repeat experiments and try to understand these processes that occur when radio waves interact in, 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 a, in a space medium. And that's important uh, when you understand uh, what affects your radio waves, good or bad. Well, have you guys discovered anything? I mean, I don't know. Like a cyclotron you know, discovers new particles. I mean, have you guys discovered uh, any new theories or, or ideas or, or, or uh, well, different laws? A lot of basic research to understand the, the physical processes that occur when radio waves interact in an ionized medium up in space, and 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 then try to understand those and, and hopefully apply them to uh, to uh, applications related ideas. Uh, the facility itself is for the research. It's not an operational thing to communicate with I understand, pure, I understand pure research. Uh, what about other countries, the Russians, the Chinese, the European Union? Do they have similar programs, Doctor? The, uh, the European community has a facility in Toronto, Norway, as part of the, what they call the ice gas community there, that, that actually was uh, a facility like HARP that's it, been around a lot longer than HARP. Uh, to, to do the same kind of uh, relative uh, kind of research to understand the uh, uh, physics and chemistry and uh, radio wave interactions in space. Who do you pass your data on to once it's done? Well, most of the work is published in open literature. In fact, if you to, uh, to the scientific, go, go to Google Scientific and type in HARP, you'll see uh, tens and hundreds, uh, tens and uh, hundreds of papers produced out of the research of HARP, and, and you'll see the authors are leading scientists in university communities, for example, and, and the government laboratories. Yeah. You, you so brought up... Published in the open literature, uh, we've been a subject of articles in prestigious journals such as Nature, uh, and uh, we are scientists participate in international conferences well-known uh, around the world. It, it's very uh, it's, sure. it's open literature. Sure, shifting gears, Doctor. Challenge you. Type it in. Go to Google uh, uh, the scientific part and uh, type in just HARP, and I'm sure you'll see lots of papers being brought up and uh, uh, describing the type of work that's done there, and you'll see uh, uh, by and large university community is uh, primarily involved with it. Now, HARP is uh, 
several different bases. Is it several different facilities? No, uh, we basically have a, a site uh, up in Alaska, the Kona, Alaska, and what you, I don't know whether it was offline that you mentioned, but what was originally going to be way back in the uh, 70s and 80s, there were plans to build a Air Force over-the-rising radar system up at that facility back in those days. But with the uh, change in uh, uh, strategic situation, that, that program was dropped in the 90s. And after a lengthy and you know, approval process, uh, the, the, that site became available to us uh, for the uh, scientific purposes of building the heart facility. Uh, that's, as I say, up in, in uh, Colonel, Alaska. Okay. It's the only location we have, but we do have uh, diagnostic instruments at various locations on the ground in Alaska. Photometers? Uh, uh, photometers, those are optical type devices that, that uh, uh, if, if, you, uh, if the weather is right, so to speak, in space, a space weather, and there's not uh, too much natural uh, disturbances going on like a lab, it's what we call quiet, you know, those kind of nights. When we send the radio waves from heart up, we can produce miniature uh, emissions of light. They're oh. somewhat like a lot of things, but they're so weak that, oh. that if there's any other natural war going on, we wouldn't I understand. So you, you observe those. What, 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 are, what are magnums or magnetometers? Um, those are instruments that uh, typically are uh, set out all over the world. Uh, to to measure the Earth's magnetic field, the geomagnetic field that surrounds the Earth. Uh, and whenever there's like eruptions on the sun, like a solar flare or magnetic storms, uh, you'll see those magnetic field uh, components uh, vary and jump around, and then they'll get quiet when it's quiet again. So that's a way to measure the... Yeah. Uh, Doctor, the, uh, the you just brought up something super interesting, though. I mean...
thing out there. They control the weather, you know. Well, we don't know what kind of weather modification tools they have. You know, they do have tools to modify stuff, but they can't control it, you know, uh, control anything at all. It's just like uh, cloning human beings. It's an impossibility. They cannot clone a human being. They can uh, uh, mimic a lot of what the human characteristics are, especially in their AI robots, but they can't recreate life. Only God can, and that's a fact. And anyone can say they have and they've done it, but they, there's no evidence or proof that they have. And uh, as simple as that, that's just a fact. Those are the facts. So misinformation is not going to uh, gain any more favor or 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 um, advantage over somebody else or control over anyone else. So that, cause that's what the objective is. When you obtain information and knowledge, is to control other people, not to use it for the betterment of, of humankind or humanity. I mean, we all know that. Look, you just look at uh, our fellow human beings. When they're better or smarter or they have more, what do they do? They look down upon you and they squeeze you. You know, and that's the control aspect, and that's what man is really all about. Um, you know, so that's the free will of man, always wanting more, 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 more. That's why governments are created to restrain sin, the sin of man, and uh, that's what it's all about, okay? So just so you know, um, and those are the facts. So you can have your own opinion if you want, but those are the facts. That's then just look at history. History proves to be true, and it proves to be true as to how we... Uh, act as human beings and uh, towards each other. Just look at history. So, uh, but anyway, um, let's see here. Six five seven three eight three zero six one six is the number to call. I was very distracted during that interview because I have um, idiots that surround me around here. Idiots, you know, and selfish, greedy people, and they think they're. And 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 really, people, they just tell so many lies. Everything they talk about is a lie. Every transaction, every dealing, every type of uh, con- uh, conversation you have with these certain people, it's a lie. It's built on lies. And when you build your entire life uh, on lies, it's very hard to find greatness or good, you know? So you have to understand that. But anyway, okay. <laughs> All right, what do we got going on here? I'm making a mess. What are you doing? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, all right, let's see here. Let's see what do we got here. Well, I up more. Um, again, my guest, I sent him a message also on uh, Fraud Book. That's what I call Facebook Fraud Book. And, uh, matter of fact, let me go back over there and see if he's replied or not. You know, um, nothing, nothing, no replies. And, uh, I'll read you the last message if I can, if I can get to it. Um, where, uh, you know, people on Facebook, you have to be careful. This social media, fake personalities, prostitution, child pornography. Yeah, get you jammed up, man. But be careful when you talk to on these fraud books and these uh, social media accounts. Uh, you know, and I, I would never put your, you know, uh, detailed information up there uh, as far as, uh, you know, People have to broadcast, they're narcissists, you know, they have to broadcast every little thing they're doing, you know. I'm going to the store. Oh, my boyfriend brought me a hot dog today. Oh, oh, I'm taking off my shoes while I eat. Oh, okay. Oh, getting up to go to the bathroom and taking selfies of themselves. And, that, and, and how many people you see doing that? 
you know, and it's, it's pitiful, it's disgusting, it's narcissistic, it's narcissism, and it, and it's just, it's another distraction from what's really true and what's right and what to do about things. That's what it is. It's another distraction because you're absolutely right. I'm saying, you know, you know, gonna shoot. Yeah, <laughs> and you have people talking to me and hearing a message. So, but um, yeah. So Facebook is a uh, is a uh, I call it fraud book and. Uh, you know, you're not going to get really, I mean, you could look at the stories there and decipher for yourself what's true and what's not. It's just like the TV. But the TV is just way out of control. I mean, they've got that thing freaking corners. I mean, you ain't getting on that boob tube. <laughs> Remember when they called that? You know, that flat screen TV. You're not going to get on that sucker, man. You will not be on there unless you're a part of the big club. You know, the big club. I haven't played that in a long time. I wonder if I still got it. That George Carlin clip there, huh? I haven't played that in a long time. Let me see. Let me see if I still got that one up here. Somebody was asking me about that the other day. That's why. I know I got the Bill Hicks one, but I don't think I've got the uh, George Carlin one still. Let me see. George Carlin. Where are you, Georgie? Where are you? I'm going to go down my clips here. Uh, George Carlin. George Carlin. There he is. Yeah, let's play that one. Let's play that one. That's a good one. Oh, oh wrong one. Wrong one. Wrong one, guys. Wrong one, guys. Sorry. Uh, George Carlin. No, I don't have it. I don't have it. That was George Washington. I can't read. <laughs> no, I don't have George Carlin anymore. Wow. Oh, yeah, there he is. Okay, there he is. Yes, I do. Sorry. Life is filled with interesting things. That's why I could never commit suicide. I'm having too much fun. Keeping an eye on you folks. Watching what you do. Human behavior. That's what I like. Humans do some really interesting things. Like, besides killing ourselves, we also kill each other. Murder. And we're the only ones who do that, by the way. Humans are the only species on Earth that deliberately kills members of another species for personal gain. Or pleasure. Sometimes it's just fun. <laughs> we're also the only species that deliberately kills members of another species for personal gain. Or pleasure. That's what hunters do. They kill for pleasure. That's us. Human beings. Interesting folks. Murderers. Here's an interesting form of murder we come up with. Assassination. You know what's interesting about assassination? Well, not only does it change those popularity polls in a big fucking hurry, but it's also interesting to notice who it is we assassinate. Do you ever notice who it is? Stop to think of who it is we kill. It's always people who've told us to live together in harmony and try to love one another. Jesus, Gandhi, Lincoln, John Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, Martin Luther King, Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, John Lennon, they all said, try to live together peacefully. Bam! Apparently, we're not ready for that. Yeah, that's difficult behavior for us. Not too bright, folks. Not too bright. But if you talk to one of them about this, if you isolate one of them, you sit them down rationally, and you talk to them about the low IQs and the dumb behavior and the bad decisions, right away they start talking about education. That's the big answer to everything. Education. They say, we need more money for education. We need more, more, more books, more teachers, more classrooms, more schools. Uh, we need more testing for the kids. You say to them, well, you know, we've tried all of that, and the kids still can't pass the test. They say, oh, don't you worry about that. We're going to lower the passing grades. And that's what they do in a lot of these schools now. They lower the passing grades so more kids can pass. More kids pass, the school looks good, everybody's happy, the IQ of the country slips another two or three points, and pretty soon all you'll need to get into college is a pencil. <laughs> Got a pencil? Get in there, it's physics. 
Then everyone wonders why 17 other countries graduate more scientists than we do. Education! Politicians know that word, they use it on you. Politicians have traditionally hidden behind three things. The flag, the Bible, and children. No child left behind. No child left behind. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't long ago you were talking about giving kids a head start. Head start, left behind, someone's losing some ground here. But there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The big, re the wealthy, the real owners, the big, wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. They're, they're, they're irrelevant. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They've got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media, media news, all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interests. That's right. You know something? They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your Social Security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. And by the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white collar, blue collar, it doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Man. You know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. But say what you want about American folks. Yeah. You can uh, say what you want about Americans. You can call them smart, dumb, ignorant, innocent, naive, gullible, easily led, whatever you want. 
You're going to have to deal with them. You're going to have to deal with them because you're in the television business now. You got the All Suicide Channel on cable TV. There he goes fading away, and his son said George Carlin. There he's in the ground right now. So, you know, uh, somebody put in the chat room that he was a liberal. Yeah, I, he made his money off of telling. You know, that was the time of, of anti-establishment uh, there, where you know he came out and you had, uh, had Waco and Bill Hicks was uh, doing his thing too, and. And Alex Jones was very popular back then, you know, starting to get popular. So the movement was there to be anti the American dream and whatnot. So he made comedy out of it. Whether or not he really believed what he uh, preached, I don't know. But he sure as heck was on every liberal uh, television show, that's for sure. And he sure as heck got on TV. So so if you put the wrong people, you won't be on that television show, I'll tell you that. So he must have made a deal somehow. So I don't know, but... Uh, you know, but uh, the Harp Tower, the Harp Tower there, that's what we covered earlier, the Harp Tower, weather modification, can they control the weather? No, they can't control the weather, but they can modify it uh, a little bit here and there, but they cannot control the entire globe's weather. They can't say next week it's going to be raining in Texas. It's not going to do it. just doesn't, it's just not logical, you know. I mean, when you think about it, it's just not logical. The Harp Tower now with you know, jamming stuff, jamming transmissions. You know, they have other things now in means. They got these 5G things that, you know, these all these uh, RF and whatnot, the uh, waves and FM this, AM this, bandwidth this, and up and down this, sideways, whatever. You know, it, uh, you know they got all this uh, technology out there, sure. You know, uh, you know these guys, they got smart people that figure this stuff out. That that's what their job is. They sit there all day long and figure these uh, numbers out, mathematicians. You know, just look, I got a, a Cobra uh, walkie-talkie. You know, uh, you know it's, uh, it's got, to, you know, this thing is, it, it doesn't go, the other walkie-talkie guy could probably go maybe three miles away and it, it starts fading away. Maybe, you know, it, it doesn't work too, but it's not that powerful, you know. So. But anyway, okay, so. Understanding the times in which we live today, uh, 657-383-0616 is the phone number. Press the number one. Again, if you missed the last podcast show we did, awesome podcast show, where uh, numbers were through the roof on there on that one. Air Force Academy instructor on there, and then we had the governor of the free state of Colorado, and a uh, very good conversation uh, with a couple people. So... Uh, uh, we talked about they talked about a lot of things happening in the country today. Tonight, I was supposed to have a guest. I believe that this guest is full of crap. That's what I think. I think this guest is probably full of crap, and he's a phony baloney. I think it's a Facebook fraud. Maybe uh, he's got raising money. Supposedly, he's got a case going on uh, where he's uh, been arrested or something, and they needed a hundred thousand dollars for this guy to get out of jail. You know. And I think they raised or something like six thousand or something, you know. So, uh, you know, you, you, and and this gives bad names to people that really need to raise money, you know. I mean, people who really have legitimate reasons to raise money and use the internet to raise money. Then you get these other people out there. You schedule an interview seven days ago. You show up. You show up. He canceled once prior to this. Okay. You know, oh, something came up, I can't make it. What came up at 8 o'clock at night? You know, okay, I gave him a pass. 
I said, when do you want to do it? How about next week? Schedule it for tonight, 7 o'clock. Not here. Not here. I sent them a message yesterday. No reply. So, and my last podcast was off the, off the, you know, pretty good. So, you know, why to build off of that and come on here, come, come, and this guy's supposed to be wanting to raise money, and he's got legal issues going on, and, you know, and, and this and that, and, you know, it don't make logical sense, you know? And then, I mean, at least you could have done was send me a message saying, hey, you know, I can't make it or I don't want to come on. Not want, not wanting to come on don't make no sense if you're trying to raise money, especially on my social media. I've got, what, 4,500 friends on my Facebook, you know, so a lot of people are going to see the post, you know, so whether they're friends or not. So bottom line is it's, you're shooting yourself in the foot, you know, for not wanting to come on and tell your story. So it doesn't make logical sense, like I said. And we have to use common sense today because we're all lacking common sense. Common sense is really what really screwing with us today. I mean, think about it. You got everybody out there with their far-out ideas or beliefs or systematic ways of wanting to believe. You got your Fruit Loops out there. You got your conspiracy nuts out there. You got your anti-government people out there. You got your uh, pro-government people out there. You got your homosexuals out there. You got your LBG. You got every type of group out there all wanting a piece of the pie, you know, and not wanting to share. So therefore, what do you get? You get chaos. You get deception. You got a lie to get what I want just so I can screw you over. So I can, And you know what? If I have to go without just so you don't get what you want, then that's the best way to do things. And that's destroying our country. That's destroying everything that we have because it's going to be my way. I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to compromise. It's my way, and that's all there's to it. It doesn't work that way not going to work. And that's why we have governments to restrain the sin of the people. And governments become, and well, the governments do become corrupt. Yes, that's correct. They become corrupt because of control factors, manipulation, and money. Money, money, money. Most people will sell out if somebody came with a blank check and said, you do this, shut up, and don't do this, and don't do that. I'll pay you whatever amount you want. Most people will do it. Most will do it. They'll sell out for that almighty greenback, you know? And that's a fact. And it's a shame. Now, back in George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson days, no. That would not work. And they were paying with real money back then, gold and silver. You know? People would not sell it. Isn't that interesting? Why is that? Maybe because they didn't have all the little toys and carrots that we have today. They didn't have flat screen TVs back then. They didn't have Corvettes. They didn't have Porsches. They didn't have a nice house with a nice comfortable bed. They slept on the ground. <laughs> you know, they were riding horses. Damn, their backs must have hurt. My back hurts from sitting in my car. You know? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, uh, so they, they uh, you know, and they didn't have the toys and leave. But then again, you look back, what was great back then, you know, what was nice, you know, because because they did have leisures and, uh, you know, comfortable things to live with. And then if you come down south, what did they have? They had slaves. <laughs> you know, that's why a majority of the people in the south are lazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's just the way a lot of things is going to change now. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> you know? We'll get it. We'll do that job in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another beer. You know? So, I mean, uh, you know, and then they, you know, down here, I'll tell on you, you know? I was telling somebody a story the other day, you know, when I was 16 years old, I was down here and uh, walking through a trailer park, and uh, this, this guy's girlfriend was out there in a bikini laying, in the, you know, out in the sun, and he, this guy was uh, standing on the porch or whatever, and he just wanted to start arguing. He, what? Don't you be looking at my girl, you damn Yankee. Don't you be doing that. I'll kill you. You hear me? I said, who the hell are you talking like that? I told her to smack the shit out of you. And he's got a big Confederate flag on the thing. He went running in the house, slam, slammed his door. He kept opening it to yell and then slam it shut. Open it, yell, and slam it shut. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did he do? Called the sheriff. Yep. You know, and I'm like 15, 16 years old at the time. So I know they're going to arrest me. I'm from up north, you know. And uh, sure enough, the sheriff pounded on the door. My sister answered the door. What do you want? You know, where's your where's your brother at? You know, he's not here. Well, you better tell him knock it off, or he's going to the jail. Knock it off? What the hell did I do? You know, you know. So, but that's how they are. That's how it is. You know, the good old boys club. You know, I'm telling. I'm gonna tell. I'm telling. You know, big bad with a Confederate flag. Bill, big bad. Oh, you be looking at my girl, Bam you. Darn you, I'll hit you in a bowl of grits. <laughs> you know, so, you know, that's just the way it goes. That's, that's how it is, you know. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, but you know what George Washington said to his men before they crossed the Delaware River? Get in the boat, men. <laughs> well... That's right. Anyway, six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press the uh, number uh, one if you want to talk here tonight. Uh, the Harp Tower was the subject in the beginning, and like I said, I did have a scheduled guest, but uh, he disappeared. Probably on him fraud book, I guess. Maybe the phony profile. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Most of the people out there, you can't believe who they are. You know, I mean, it's just you just can't believe it. And the deception of the phony profiles and stuff out there, this fake information, this is really becoming a nuisance and a problem. These spoofed caller IDs, spoofed numbers. I mean, I had one today call me for the Medicaid thing. They they bombard me with this Medicaid scam, you know, Part A and Part B thing. And they got they got most of my information when they call. You know, they know who I am, and uh, I might call Bell, call them back, see how they're doing. Give me a call back. I'm going to call back on the show number. Let's see here. You know, maybe we'll give a call here. Um, oh, that's right. I was supposed to go to a Bible study tonight. Oh, that's right. Sorry, Joe. Well, I forgot all about that. Well, you know, I was doing the, I, I, could, I had this plan since last week, the, uh, the guest to come on. You see what this guest made me do now? Now I'm mad. Now that's it. I'm going to expose him. If he's a fraud, he's getting exposed. That's it. No, uh uh-uh. No way. I'm not having it. That makes me angry. All right. Let's see here. All right. Let's see. Uh, Where's this Medicaid number at, these jerks? Um, I think this is it right here. Here it is right here. This is it right here. Okay. All right. Let's give them a call. Let's call one of these uh, telemarketers back and see how they're doing here tonight. All right. Let's call them back. Uh. Probably won't get anybody. It's probably a fake number, but we'll try it anyway. 
what the heck. And uh, so you guess you're asking if they accept Federal Reserve notes for Medicaid. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, nine four. All right, it's probably a split, uh, phony number, but we'll give it a shot. What the heck? All right, let's see. Make sure I got it right. Okay, let's give it a try. Thanks for contacting back for your debt elimination program to eliminate your complete debt. Please press one to speak to a live representative now. NPRESS two four add in do not call list. Can't press anything. One. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, they just hang up on you. Okay, so yeah, I had to press one. That would have been interesting if I got a hold of them. They call oh, that was the that was the second one that called me. They went called back to back. Oh, Steve. So that was the number. Before that, that had contacted me. So let's uh, let's see here. All right. So that would be recent. Um, that would be it. Would have to be this one right here. I think that would be the one, right? Yeah, it has to be this one right here. Okay, let's try this one. All right. Well, so this has got to be the Medicaid one. Let's see here. All right. Eight two eight. Where's eight two eight come out of? Eight two eight. That's a that's a weird number. I'm pretty sure that's the one, right? I don't know. I don't want to call that. I don't want to call the wrong one. So sometimes they call me from a three three six number too. You know, sons of bitches. Yeah, this is it right here. The New York, New York. Yep. Okay, that's the one. All right. You know, they call and they call at the worst time. I mean, the worst time that's possible. You know. All right, six five. Let's go. We'll call them up. Hey, call them. Call me. I'll call them. They're my customer now. No, nope. call failed. Okay, it's a, it's a spoofed number. So uh, yeah, so he's spoofing. This spoofing stuff is just crazy, crazy. Um, George Carlin. George Carlin's not in jail. Who said? Somebody said that. Who's in jail? What's the person talking about in uh, the chat room there? What are you, what are you talking about in jail? The one in the chat room. What are you talking about? In jail. Because George Carlin's not in jail. Uh, George Carlin's not in jail. I don't know who he's talking about. Um, all right, let me see what to one more number here. Uh, 657-383-0616. You want to talk here tonight? We were talking about the Harp Tower in the beginning. We did a little documentary on that. I was supposed to have a guest here tonight. He didn't show up. Um, uh, like I said, if you missed last the last podcast we did there, very good podcast with the Air Force Academy instructor and the governor uh, of Free State of Colorado. We talked about a lot of very good, good issues. Uh, a lot of people like that show, actually. I got a lot of comments and uh, feedback on that one. So, uh, Probably learn from that and probably try to stick to those types of uh, subjects and uh, guests, you know, uh, that make a lot of uh, sense and whatnot. And then the COVID stuff that was very informing, a lot of information there about the COVID. Uh, coconut, I guess coconut uh, solves your COVID problems, vitamin D, um, you know. Uh, so you got some good information from that show, uh, very important. Um, let me see. I, I don't know if this is the number or not. I hate the heck to call it. It's not the freaking number. I don't know who this person was that called me from that 336 number. Ah, what the hell. It was probably a wrong number anyway. It was true. Give it a shot. Um, all right. 654. All right. What the heck? Uh, zero one. 
will bother somebody there. Here we go. I mean, what are they doing spoofing their caller ID anyway? Oh, no, no, my guest, no, no, my guest, uh, yeah, he, no, the guest, uh, it was his advocate that I was talking to, but no, the guy did get out of jail, yeah, but they said they needed $100,000, so yeah, um, but his advocate, his buddy there that was like sponsoring his page there on Facebook, that's the one that was supposed to come on the show and tell his story for him, that's what he told me last week, but he didn't show two times already, so... You know, which I don't like that. You know, I, I advertised it, too, you know, so people probably wanted to listen, and then, you know, now it doesn't happen, so it reflects bad. So uh, let's see here. Let's call this guy here. We'll Thanks for calling Power Home Solar. the voicemail of Power Home. Please leave a detailed huh. message, and one of our team members will return your call as soon as possible. Power Solar. Power Solar. I guess you called me earlier on uh, today, Power Solar, uh, so I was just returning your call. Uh, call me back if you want to here, 
Now, Biden is clearly not going to enforce United States law. Remember, he has the option to federalize the Guard pretty much any time he sees fit. That would mean the only state resource that could stop this caravan, because it looks like there's going to be too many of them for the normal uh, organized militia to handle, which would be like the state police and all that other stuff. You're going to have to have a citizen militia show up. If he federalizes the National Guard, it takes them away. And they need to be well organized. Yeah, well, that would, well, yeah, the sheriff can deputize people too. So that's all. So all of this is is part of the militia system. All of it is. It's all related. I mean, yeah, it's, all, yeah. it's not like and, and any of it's really isolated. And I there think that would be a good done start. To stop. This is an invasion, Joe. Something's got to be done to do it, yes. done to stop it. The federal government doesn't want to do it. Yeah, the illegal yeah, immigration. The federal government doesn't want to do it. Bad. Joe Biden wants this to happen. I know. I know. The only thing because he's not yeah. safely executing the laws of the United States. He took that in his oath. That's grounds for impeachment. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is the numbers. The numbers that all these Latinos and, and, and blacks, too, Haitians and whatnot, and Afghans are coming over here, and they're coming over here, and they don't respect our, our country. They don't respect our laws. They don't respect our people. And they're, and they're, and, and really, uh, it's, it's getting bad. And don't forget, all these people are going to vote Democrat. So we've got to stop this. We've got to come together and stop it and secure our border. We have to, you know. I mean, uh, otherwise we're because you're not going to get through to these people. They want socialism. They want that uh, communist socialism uh, bracket. Of they want everything for free. They want the weakest to get what the, uh, the first handout. I mean, get to get everything. So that goes against everything that I stand for and believe in, and what this country stands for actually too. So you know, we got to stop it. You know. Well, Joe, don't forget that the basis of every single government that has ever existed, ever, is either the implied or expressed use of the threat of force, always. And yep. without the ability to apply force of some sort, there can be no enforcement of the law or of the border. And if any entity in the government, which the federal government is charged by the Constitution to deal with this, the Constitution gives them the responsibility, they have completely abrogated it. Two million illegal aliens are on, on track to come in the country this year alone. It might be, according to Tom Holman, who I think is one of the best authorities on this source, he was a former head of the CPB, he says it's 2.3 million coming into this country this year alone. Wow. It's an unchecked invasion. It's an unchecked 2. invasion. 2.3 million. And the only thing that can stop it, Joe, is force. And that means that the yep. federal government won't do it. The only resources, it appears, that are going to be able to do it are the, uh, are the state-level resources and the citizens within those states. Well, now listen to this now. We were talking last night. I was talking last night on another network, the Republic Network, and 30,000 people in each state, 30,000 certified voters. Because, you know, that's what they wanted, the Founding Fathers. They wanted to select 30,000, all right, to because we were guaranteed a Republican form of government. We don't have that right now. And we need 30,000 people. And right now, from what I hear, and I'm not going to give out detailed information because I, was, I, I can't do that, but from what I hear, they, there's 30,000 are in the process of being selected, and so it's going to be a hard task. But, and they have a secret networking capability, so they, this way here, the 
you know, the, the, the scumbag bankers uh, will, not, will not infiltrate and destroy us like they did in 2009 and 10. So let's just leave it like well, that. I'll tell you, you know? that's one reason why I think it, it's incumbent upon this movement to be answerable to the state authority of a governor. Because if the governor is prepared to deploy them, the federal government or no one else can gainsay them being out there to do the job the federal government won't do. Then it becomes a constitutional crisis, and we'll see what happens in that showdown. See, that's yeah. why I'm saying that. I mean, I know, I know people may have to act independently if their governor refuses to, governors refuse to do anything about this invasion. Ultimately, I guess... That's what it'll have to be. But you, I think it is best to try to get the authority directly from the governor, like the Second Amendment says, the security of a free state. So if they are yep. answering to a governor and the governor has deployed them, then it becomes the federal government against a sovereign state. That's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And they're not going to be able to say those people are acting roguely. Yeah, well, they'll demonize them. The media will twist it apart. You know, the, the of course they will. Boy, up boys there, and they're going to twist them apart. But and, even if uh, the sheriff deputizes you know, them, hey, the sheriff's got the authority to deputize them whenever he wants. But again, the issue yeah, is constitutional. Again, Article One, Section Eight gives these powers to Congress. They and the yep. Congress has passed the law. Congress passed the law, and the executive is supposed to enforce the laws. Faithfully execute is what it says when he takes his oath. The laws that Congress passed, and the laws are still in effect. They didn't repeal them. Yeah, you know we have to we have to do this because look, I, I was talking to somebody uh, earlier today, you know, and, and regardless of 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 what you believe, in the end, you know, we have got to secure the borders. Otherwise, we're not going to have a country. We're not going to have it. We're not going to have anywhere to go because the you know the the, the let me tell you something. These, the China, you got China on the other side of the freaking globe, you know, and look at the populace of them. They can just overrun you. And I'm not fighting, a, I'm not fighting to just kill myself. You know, that's, you fight to win. So you use any means necessary you can to win. You know, and that's how, you know, any, any combat veteran, anybody in the police, anybody that has any type of tactical knowledge or smartness or uh, common sense would know. You have to use any logical means within your capabilities and uh, knowing know-how and logistics and electrician of war to win the war. You can't just win battles and think you're going to win the war. It doesn't work that way. And they will overrun us. They will overrun my people. They will overrun your people. It will happen, and they will destroy everything that's built, you know, the, the, uh, in uh, what, what, what we hold so dear because America is the last stand on earth whether you like it or not. There's going to be – there's no – Magical country in South America that's going to rise up. There's nothing in Europe that's going to rise up right now. It's not going to happen, you know? Well, obviously, why do you think these, uh, these uh, uh, Marxists have been trying to tribalize us? Because they yep. know it's easier yeah. to beat up a divided people than it is to beat up one that's united. Oh, yeah. And if you could unite yeah. around certain, certain – I, I would think that everybody in this country ought to be able to unite around the principles of sovereignty, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, because that's what we want. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I mean, they know what they're doing. So, see, China, even though they got billions of people, uh, uh, Joe, if they were going to invade us, they got to get them across the ocean. That's a big logistical yeah. problem. You know what I mean? Well, they got them in I mean, yeah, right. China's over 10,000 miles away. So, I mean, yeah, it's not like, you know, they're just figuring out a ship. All that, the people, if they're going to take and hold the country, they got to get them across the ocean. And we got a pretty big Navy to deal with that. Well, they said in World War II when the Japanese when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor that if they kept going, they could have made it. That's what they say. I don't know if it's so true. They could have made it past almost past the Rocky Mountains if they went on the West Coast. I don't foresee. I don't think that could have happened. I think they would have been stopped dead in their tracks in California, and I don't think they had the no, they manpower been, again. I, they wouldn't. They didn't have that. They, even they didn't have the. They have a strategic aim beyond maybe capturing the Hawaii Islands and setting up a perimeter around the Western Pacific that was so impenetrable the United States would sue for terms of peace. I don't think they ever really anticipated invading the continental United States. I don't think it was in the strategy. What, how about Germany? Did Germany think about invading? Yeah, they were going to take the Hawaiian Islands probably. They were making an attempt to take that. That's why they want to take Midway as a stepping stone for an attack on the Hawaiian Islands. What about Germany? Did, were they going to attack the United States, or was, or because they were off the shores of New York, were they going to, or or were they? Because I know uh, he didn't I, want to know, attack think, Europe. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, if you read if you read Hitler's Mein Kampf and you read his second book, which was largely unpublished, but his I think his one of his biggest global concerns, aside from Lebensraum in the East, was the United States. He really, really? was obsessed with the United States, if you read his writing, especially in that second book that was not widely published, because most of it deals with the United States. You know what really bothered him about the United States? He admired the United States for its successes and its greatness. He despised it for what he thought was its mongrelization and its Jewish influences, yep. but, yep. but he also thought that the best Germanic blood had emigrated from Germany to the United States, and that fine Germanic blood, in his vision, was coming back to Germany to fight against the Germans, just like it did in the First World War. And he was concerned oh, about okay. he was ambivalent and torn about it. Read his writings. You don't have to believe me. Read what he wrote. Yeah. You can look at this in Mein Kampf. I just got a, a new edition. My old copy of Mein Kampf got messed up in the, when my water heater broke. I got to read it. I got another caller, Sarge. You got another caller. I'm going to hear. You can stay on. Go ahead. I'm not getting anybody. So, man, I'm not going to sit here and talk to myself. Uh, go ahead. Uh, 203. Go ahead. Hey, you might as well talk to yourself. Nobody ever listens anyway. <laughs> yeah, That's the way it goes. No, but, but talking we're, 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 talking about, we're talking about this rotten bag of bones down there in D.C. and that, and that thing that he has running with him next next to him that – that doesn't know how to do anything but giggle and laugh. Did you ever think that they're not as stupid as you think they are? They're, he's not a rotten bag of bones, and she's not a giggling buffoon. They're doing everything on purpose because they're they're, they're socialist, Marxist, you know, whatever they are, and this is what they want, and they know and they know what the outcome is going to be. So this this is their game plan. 
and and their recent spending package. You know, I I, I don't know the numbers and just just off the top of my head or anything like this. You know, 150 billion dollars for schools. You know, 750 billion dollars for infrastructure. You know, one trillion for you know uh, military and and 546 billion other. What is that? Yeah, what? I think that's like. Yeah, what is? That's hip. That's the hip national bank. That's their payoffs. That's their bribes. Cha-ching! That's the Jewish bank. I think that gets all the money. I think that they hang on to it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It could be. Uh, what do you think, Sarge? Yeah. Oh, where's Sarge go? Oh, uh, oh sorry. I have myself on mute there. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what? Yeah, look, uh, I'm, look. I, at this point, when, when you, when um, my, my, your caller and boy, what's your name again, caller boy? I really like a lot of things you say. What's your name again? Uh, uh, this is this is banker in lovely yeah, downtown Meriden, Connecticut. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. I, the first part, uh, I pretty much absolutely agree with you, uh, except that uh, Biden and Harris were chosen for the malleability. They are malleable, and they will do the bidding of their masters who are pulling their strings. And many of their immediate top-line supervisors, although they're not the masters, the masters are the people you see flying at Davos, Switzerland, the Klaus Schwabs and people like that. But their intermediate Marriott puppeteers are people like Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett, holdovers from the Obama administration, and others, you know, Ron Klain, the chief of staff. Those people, those are the people like... Joe Biden is utterly corrupt. He has no core whatsoever, no real ideological core. He's strictly about corruption. Kamala Harris is an utter moron, but both of them are pliable. And that's what, yep. that's what they were chosen for. It's, it's the people like, who are behind the Great Reset that are into doing this. And this, and this, yeah. this is something that I found ironic that I don't know if you all are aware of, but it came out on, uh, on CNS News. It's remarks, Vladimir Putin, who made an uh, October 22nd speech in Sokai, Russia, before members of the Valdai Discussion Club. And get this now. Now, I don't trust Vladimir Putin. I mean, he obviously would like to see America's divided because, after all, he's a nationalist, and the interests of his country come first. So I, I know I'm very suspicious of, of Putin. But he certainly is capable of telling the truth. And this is what he said. He said that woke social justice warriors in the United States and Europe behave just like the Bolshevik communists did in the former Soviet Union. And this is his remark. He says, quote, they are ruled by a dogmatism bordering on absurdity, noting that cancel culture is nothing more than reverse discrimination, and teaching children that sexuality is flexible is potentially a crime against humanity. This is from Vladimir Putin, who wow. can see what heard... many of the more useful idiots in this country, and of course the people who want to fundamentally transform this country, certainly want Americans to start believing. What's he turning into? I, a, I, uh, I, I, I uh, heard. He turning into and, a and, and it goes without. <laughs> and it goes without I know, saying. I think Putin was absolutely correct on that one, even though I don't trust him. Yeah. Well, it yeah, goes without saying because we all know this. When 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 they get on TV, especially the Democratic side, and they say something you know that that's wrong, they're actually the ones that are 
doing it. When they said it's Russia's fault and, and, and Trump's uh, uh, colluding with them and everything, they're the ones that are actually doing it. Whatever they say, you know, is, that's what they're doing. Listen, you can't vote for either one of these parties. It's good cop, bad cop. They're both lining their pockets. They're yeah. both playing the same game, and we're not on that team. Yep, I think the well, conservatives are weak. Look, when they portray Putin as this one-dimensional autocrat, of course there's a lot of truth to it, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, I mean, he, after all, he risked irritating a significant portion of London to kill one of his political opponents. And he's got this KGB history, which makes anything he says suspect. But look, when he comments on the decay of culture, particularly in the West, and on the danger posed by woke political correctness, I think he's sincere about that. I think he's motivated, first and foremost, by a desire to see Russia become the Russian Empire again. And I, but I believe he saw how the flood of these liberal, progressive, Marxist, Western culture that happened after the Soviet Union's collapse was corroding Russian society. That's why Russia's now trying to get people to have children again. And he's going to and he's going to backstab us. He, he, you know, he's doing he's doing what he's doing. He's playing both sides of the fence smartly. Yeah, but he's he trying to use his head, and then he'll turn on us. You know. Yeah, but he does genuinely hate these corrosive influences on Western culture because he knows it also seeped into corrode Russian culture as well. Well, yeah, he's going to protect his people, but he's doing it smart. That's what, you know. I mean, look, he's even supporting the Russian Orthodox Church. He's trying to return Russia to traditional values before the Bolshevik Revolution. Yeah, well, our values. I mean, you know, he responded to the low birth rates in Russia and Russia's negative demographic trend by implementing policies that favor marriage and families, encouraging childbearing and rearing. See, yeah, see the, it's kind the of white a mixed bag not, with this guy. We can't rough. trust him. You're right about that. We can't trust him. But nonetheless, he does have his finger on a lot of the problems with both Russia and the West. Well, the white community is not uh, not not uh, promote. It doesn't promote having children. Okay, it promotes them to be gay. You know, I mean, so you know, and and that that's why we're, uh, you know, the, the numbers are digressing. And plus, the white community is just out there at each other's throats all the time. There's no unification whatsoever. None, none. You know, I mean, you know, small pockets here and there. That's it. You can't get a national uh, 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 a rise or rouge uh, ruse out of the white community across America. It just isn't going to happen. I don't see it. You know, I think the I think the Bundy Ranch thing was uh, pretty close to it, you know, with the militia community and whatnot. But uh, you know, that will you know, uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, yeah, that could have been infiltrated too. Who knows? I don't. Well, know. I'm telling you, you Joe, know? what these people, what these people did to the black community, they're now doing to the white community, and white people are quit being woke and wake the hell up. Yeah, yeah, they do. They did it to us, and they're going to do it to you, and they're doing their damnedest to do it to you. I mean, I'm telling yeah. you, if they better fight against this. Yeah, no, they, I don't, I, you know, I'm, I don't know. Maybe the, like uh, the other uh, Bert always says, you know, they got to get off their, out of their comfort zone, and then they just got to sit and wait until it happens. You know, I that's mean, right. Well, you look at what's happening in Loudoun County, man. Look at this one father being outraged over the fact that not only the school board enabled the rape of his daughter, 
They actually attacked him, had him arrested, when he had the nerve to get obstreperous about his complaints. And then the Department of Justice, under this slimy weasel, Merrick Garland, had the nerve to say men like him attempting to defend his daughter from a school board that tried to cover up a crime against someone they had an obligation to protect uh, a domestic terrorist. But they They apologize twice in the same paragraph. And for a Democrat to even apologize, it just goes to show you they were wrong. Yep, 909, go ahead. Okay, sorry about that. Um, yeah, You're sorry. on, go ahead. Suzanne, it's been a long uh, time. I haven't heard your voice in a long time. Where you been hiding? <laughs> <laughs> Just been busy, busy, busy. Um, I hear you. Yeah, so anyway, I um, as far as Putin goes, he also had talked about um, the UN, and basically, all we he says we would just need to remove the member, the board members. There's 12 of them, um, and once they were removed, he said, then they would be their powers would be reduced to the League of Nations, which is nothing. Um, yeah. You know, as far as they're the ones causing all of this, as far as a great reset and everything else, they're working together, and and so I thought that was interesting um, that he would say something like that. Because he and uh, President Trump were working towards that to begin with, so. Yeah, that is very okay. interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, but what? But what's that? But in the end, though, you can't trust them damn Russians. You know, I mean, and and they're and they got to pay for the crimes they've committed over the last century too. That they never got. They had to pay for the bastards. You know, I mean, uh, especially at World War Two, there was the crap that they pulled. You know that, and Roosevelt sold out the German people, and the, you know uh, that was just disgusting. What the problem crap they is, the Soviet well, you- Union doesn't exist anymore. You yeah. remember what Trump said as far as we're, we aren't any better, you know, as far as the yeah. war crimes that we committed as well. Oh, I know. So, yeah, we yeah. weren't any better. You're absolutely right. That, you're absolutely correct. And, and But Trump is such a racist, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, <laughs> he has his moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's your platform going over here? How's your, how's your work going? You know what they have to start? Trump, they had to start calling Trump Trumpstradamus, because all of his predictions are coming true. Not that it took a great, a great prognosticator to, to predict what was going to happen under Biden, but everything he said was going to happen under Biden has happened. And of course, they're not going to give him credit for it. Well, he's coming back. Trump right. he's going to be running. Yeah, he's going to be running. But Suzette, how's real quick? So I'm running out of time here. How's your uh, platform going, and what you've been up to? Uh, platform's been going good. I've uh, collaborated with another radio show um, called Real Talk. So we did a show on propaganda, um, and that was like two weeks ago. And just basically working with convention of states to put forth, get the uh, what is it, the Fifth Amendment or for Article Five? I'm sorry, Article Five, convention of states. Uh, we have what is it, 17 states? We need 34. And that will get the Article 5 in motion, and then we need 39 to ratify. So it's taken some time. Now, now how many years. people do you need each state? We were talking about this with the uh, lady from the Air Force Academy the other night. Uh, uh, she's an instructor with the Air Force Academy, 20-year vet. Uh, she was talking, she said 30,000. We need 30,000 people in each state, correct? No, we just or need 5, the state, the entire state, 
like right now, the entire state of Utah, they passed it through their state legislature. There are three things that we had to settle on, and so each state that comes aboard has to agree on those three things that we are putting forth in the Article 5. And if they want something else, well, then they don't they don't get to, to join us, basically, because we're, we've cemented the three items that we're putting forth, and it can't be any more or any less. And, um, and 34 states have to agree upon it, pass it through their state legislature, and then it goes to D.C. And then after they pass it, then we need 39 states to ratify. So we're at 17 right now, so we're still pushing forward. Um, sign the petition in your state. Go to conventionofstates.com, sign the petition, and uh, that's all that's required. Actually, we need volunteers.com. Conventionofthestates.com, sign your petition in your state. There you go, right there, yes. yeah. And uh, that's, that's interesting. Now, what is it, real quick, on your county level, to shut down a ju- the judici- judicial branch, like a courthouse, what is that, Article 2, you in Banca Court? How does that work? Do you know anything about that? Um, no, I really can't speak to that as far as shutting down the judicial branch. I just, we're working, things that we're working on for Convention of States is reigning in the power that they have overextended themselves, which is all three branches, the budget and term limits. So yeah, I think we can, most people can agree on that. It's not a right or a left thing. It's just a thing. <laughs> it needs to be reined in. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, but interesting, interesting. All right, well, I only got uh, three minutes left, so each caller, I got three three live ones on here. So, Suzette, you get a minute, and then uh, Connecticut, and then uh, Sarge. Go ahead, Suzette. Okay, just get involved. That's all you have to do is sign that petition so that your state legislature is aware that you want to do that. Uh, pursue an Article 5 so we can get this reign in the government and pursue our the regain of America once again because they sold us out, and we need to take that back. Anyway, thank you very much. God bless. All right, God bless you, too, and for all you do, and uh, be safe out there. Uh, can I get – go ahead. No, I believe I believe you should get involved, although what happens is when you get involved, they come looking for you, and they will get you. You're dealing with a, with a corrupt government here that will do anything, including kill you, to get what they want. I think what's going to happen is the white man and the black man of this country are going to finally one day have enough. We're going to be pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And when we have enough, they will be gone because that's what will happen. The white man doesn't want violence. They don't want conflict. We want to be left alone, and these people are not leaving us alone. Good advice to them is leave us alone while you have the chance because your time is growing to an end. (laughs) All right, Sarge, go ahead. Lest you think we have anything but a political judicial system now that literally is the rough equivalent of the East German Stasi, uh, Judge Amy Berman Jackson just let loose a a January 6th defendant named Thomas Sibnick. And the reason she let him out of pretrial prison, remember, he hasn't gone to trial yet, so he's out on, on, I I guess, pretrial release. She decided to release him. He's been held there since March, but he had to write a letter promising that he's changed his political views and he now hates Trump. Then the judge directed his father to keep Fox and MSNBC News off in his house. If you think we don't have a political judicial system now, then you better start looking at things like this. Yeah. 
You're right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for joining me tonight. Appreciate it. God bless the Republican. Yeah, go sign your petition in your state. Renewed hostile actions against United States ships on the high seas in the Gulf of Tonkin have today required me to order the military forces of the United States to take action in reply. Dr. Martin Luther King, the apostle of nonviolence in the civil rights movement, has been shot to death in Memphis, Tennessee. Senator Kennedy has been shot. Is that possible? He still has the gun. The gun is pointed at me right at this moment. Take a hold of this thumb and break it if you have to. We will go on a full We have an explosion and we are defended and we agree. Let's try our best. People calling themselves members of the Weather Underground last night planted bombs in federal office buildings in Washington and Oakland, California. They took the babies out of incubators and left the children to die on the cold floor. Survivors of the USS Liberty are demanding a congressional investigation into what happened and acknowledgement that the Israeli Air Force bombed a U.S. intelligence Navy ship. The death of bin Laden marks the most significant achievement to date in our nation's effort to defeat al-Qaeda. The Taliban is taking responsibility for shooting down a U.S. helicopter. More than 30 people were killed, and there are reports this morning that most of them are U.S. Navy SEALs. There may be a false flag incident where some uh, ship goes down and you be used for the excuse to accelerate the next war. If there's one thing that has unified Democrats and Republicans and everybody in between, that we all hated the bank bailout. The Department of Homeland Security is apparently on a huge ammo buying spree. It comes out to like 1.6 billion rounds of ammunition. Today, it is infinitely easier to kill a million people than to control a million people. They estimated that they would have to eliminate 25 million people in these re-education centers. And when I say eliminate, I mean kill. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game.